Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. You're also watching and listening on Facebook.com backslash WakeUpCallDT, Facebook.com backslash LiveNowDT, and on YouTube.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. From inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios, I'm honored and privileged on game day of the Class A Championship for Section 3 here with high school football in Central New York. I'm joined by someone who's no stranger to the broadcast nor a stranger to my life and that is Mr. Casey Brown the head coach of Christian Brothers Academy's football team here for the brothers Casey how are we doing today fantastic how are you doing very well and Casey you know like we were talking about off the air exactly where you want to be at this point in the season did you see this in the team before the season started or has this team pleasantly surprised you when looking at your your CBA squad this year Answer is yes and yes. You know, we this is our goal. This is where we wanted to be. Uh, I knew th- these kids could do it, and but they continue to surprise me every single day, and uh, and just blessed to have the opportunity to work with such a great group of guys. What is it about this year's team that's gotten them to this point? In your opinion, how did they become a championship caliber team? Yeah, this is, this is something that started years ago. This this is a seed that was planted uh, many years ago. Uh, with, with this uh, culture and this community, and you know, it starts with a weight room, and it, it starts with spending time together. You know, nothing about football. This, this is about building culture and connections, and that's where it really, really started with this this group. So, you know, the guys that came before them are a part of this. So, the guys that graduated last year and the year before that, they're a part of this this run that we're doing right now. Um, and we told them, we told those guys. Uh, when we started this you know, a couple of years ago, that they were going to be a part of this. And now, you know, the fruits of their labor are finally coming about. You know, when you when you look back on the success and the, you know, players that have come through this program, when you get back to a championship, does it make you think of the Greg Paulises and the Stevie Scotts and the Noah Jordan-Williamses and the John Phillips and whatnot? Do all those guys come to mind when you're playing in the Dome for a championship? Absolutely. I mean, everybody. Uh, it's not just all those superstars you named. It's, it's all those guys that you know worked on special teams or on the scout team, and you know there's so many other individuals that go unnamed that get us there that are as important, if not more, uh, to get these guys and these teams ready. Uh, but yes, you know I, we have conversations with several of those individuals that you just spoke about, you know, over this past year, and um, you know it just does remind us, you know, how special of a time this is. You know, one of the guys that you have on the team right now, and like you said, all of them special. One of the ones I've gotten to know over time here, as well as his brother, is uh, Mr. Sire Torrance, who got an offer, a uh, first offer that he ever got to play college football. Comes from Syracuse down the road. What can you tell me about Sire Torrance and, and what he's meant to CBA? This kid has worked his his tail off. He in the classroom, uh, in the weight room, on the field. And you're seeing it right now. You know his development is continuing, and I think we're just, you know, it's, we're just in the the tip of the iceberg for this young man. Uh, but he's taking on the roles in terms of defense now. He's really, you know, taking on leadership roles and really helping the team get to where we are right now. I mean, he was he was he and Alex Smith were the last two out of the locker room. We didn't even know they were in there today. A good hour after our practice ended, and you know just just focusing and getting ready for you know, having conversations to going over their keys for tomorrow. So, um, you know, first one there, last one to go, um, you know, they're constantly trying to get better 
and make everybody else around them better. You know, and, and, and like you said, you know, trying to make everybody else around them better, you know, that's what brother means. That's what brotherhood is. You lift each other, you're arm in arm. You don't go into any fight alone. You don't let anybody go into uh, any battle by themselves. Just what that means to you when you see the word brothers, how you define that? You fight for something harder than yourself. You're a part of something bigger than yourself. You know, you, you're going to play for the guy next to you. You're not going to let that guy down. That, that man next to you needs your help, and you're going to do everything impossible. You're going to lift him up. You know, we're all going to go through struggles in, in, during the day and during the night and during our life. And, you know, you're going to know your brother uh, when he steps up to help you in your darkest of days. So that's what it means. And you know you're never alone in that alley. You know you got your guy next to you. And, you know, you talk about that, that brotherhood and that connection. And one of the guys that I want to bring up uh, within all of this is, is Davion Irby, as somebody that I've had the opportunity to speak with over time. And just what you can say about lifting him up. Well, chills right now. Um, this young man has gone through some of the worst. And you see some of the best in his teammates. Uh, to, to support him. And, um, you know, we miss him dearly. Uh, he comes on the sidelines with us, but, and I love seeing him on the sidelines, uh, but without his brothers, without his friends, without his teammates, uh, you know, it, it, he would be in, in a real bad situation. He'd be in, you know, there's just some bad mental states, but um, we love Davion. Uh, it's a real unfortunate situation with him. Uh, but I love seeing him on the sidelines, and um, you know it's, it's 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 a real tough situation. How does he inspire this team, and and how? I mean, you talk about his brothers inspiring him. How does he inspire you? How does he inspire the squad? We play for him. He can't play anymore. You know, we walk for him because he can't walk anymore, and. The good Lord's only allowing us so many snaps. And I tell the guys that you never know when your last snap's going to be. Um, and they're seeing it right there. And, you know, you, these guys are lucky to be able to play tomorrow. And, you know, we, we, and when we say, you know, play for your brother, play for the people that can. I mean, there it is right there. Um, standing right next to you, you know, being right next to you, right with the team. And um, we love it when he's with us because it reminds us, you know what, we need to go out and play even harder right now. That coming from Casey Brown, the head coach of CBA football here as they get set for the 2021 Section 3 Class A Championship. Uh, Davion Irby, to, to you and your family, Davion, you know, we send you our love as always and very surreal, uh, that news, and, and just how quickly life can change. Him and I were talking uh, on a Zoom call during the pandemic and, you know, talking about the season and, and everything that, uh, you know, we're hoping for so I think if, if anything Casey it's yet uh, you know Davion is yet another example of how life is extremely precious and every step you take every person that you that you love and you care for every morning that you get to wake up it just you know it's it's so much more than football and I, I really hope that that people have taken the time especially over these last 18 months to to see that and know that because life is so precious and you know, as I'm constantly reminded, it can it can all be gone in a second. One second, yes. 
Casey Brown here with us this morning on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Jordan Ray, uh, somebody who's been a guest on this show, his completion percentage has been high this season, has uh, 104 completions with over 1,300 yards passing, 14 touchdowns through the air, six on the ground, and almost 300 yards rushing as well. He's at almost 2,000 yards from scrimmage and 20 touchdowns. What can you say about the leadership that comes from Jordan Ray? Playing in the spring really helped him. Uh, you know, we kind of fast-tracked him in last spring, uh, so we knew that we were going to be in a good position this fall for him, so the quick turnover was really good. Um, him getting, he got in the weight room, he's gotten quicker, he's gotten stronger, and the, the run percentage, or the run production, excuse me, um, has been a great, great addition to his game. So, um, you know, he's a, he can throw the ball very well, he can run the ball very well, and he's, he's really, really starting to understand coverages, which is helpful, obviously, when we're seeing a lot of different uh, coverages and, and blitz schemes being thrown at us. Well, you know, you said it, it helped for him to, to play here earlier on. What have you seen? Where's the growth come the most when you look at Jordan Ray? The studying. You know, he's now coming to us with concepts and ideas. And um, he's also being able to, on the fly, make a decision. And, you know, he can see things. So his vision's getting much better. His decision-making you know, is, is a process that we're still working on. Uh, but he's, he's starting to be able to see and develop things instead of just, you know, going through a concept, uh, going through a play. He's actually seeing things in uh, pre-snap in terms of levels, leverages, um, and potential coverages. You know, we look to the rushing attack that Jordan Ray is a part of, obviously, but with Hanford at running back for you, almost 500 yards rushing, six touchdowns himself. Uh, just what you can say this rushing attack has, has meant all altogether. Your rushing attack has got almost 1,000 yards this season, and right around half of them are coming from Hanford. So just what you could say about him in the backfield. Again, another young man, yeah, another young kid last year that we believed in and we, we brought him up uh, to get some playing time and again got in the weight room and he's now about he's a year ahead where we thought he would be and again his vision he's picking up he picked up a blitz on friday that broke ben anderson for you know a huge a huge gain and it's again it's really nice to see and then the vision's also there with the run game because you think he's going to go one way and all of a sudden boom there's something breaks and he sees that uh before it actually happens so um he's getting he's being patient he's developing an understanding of the run game and he can kind of feel where things are going you mentioned uh, Dan Anderson, one of your receivers, another one of them that's been very successful this year, James Bell, uh, coming up big for you. Just what you could say about what James has meant to this program and how he's come up the ranks because, you know, I, I feel like I talked to him yesterday and, and he was this, you know, little kid just getting out there, uh, you know, getting after it and whatnot and getting really excited about an opportunity. And now I'm seeing somebody that this offense can lean on. You know, last year he was practicing with us. He played with the JVs, but he practiced with us, so he kind of understood the speed um, of the game at this level, but he just wasn't going to get in the game, so he, we wanted to make sure that he was playing, and he played very well last year at the JV level. So when he came up this year, and again, quick turnover, he was ready to go. Uh, another kid that uh, committed himself to the weight room and the on-field on training that we did over the summer, 
And uh, just, again, time on task, uh, getting into there. He's a tough guy, tough kid, uh, blocks well, runs routes, routes really well. And, um, and just another young guy within our stable of receivers. Speaking here with Casey Brown, the head coach of the CBA Brothers football team, as they get set for their Class A championship inside of Section 3 at the Dome, happening tonight here, Friday, November 12th at 6 p.m. or pardon me, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 8 o'clock Friday night lights inside of the new Dome, and very excited about that game kicking off at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Casey, the team ends the regular season on a three-game losing streak after starting on a three-game winning streak, and now you're playing in the championship. Bring me through the the roller coaster of emotions and just, you know, your viewpoint as a coach to start 3-0, and go 0-3, and then see this team clicking at the right time. This is a brutal league. It's, um, you know, this Class A schedule is filled with really, really, really good teams uh, Whitesboro class class organization class team great coaches great kids uh, Auburn same thing you know and and West Tennessee FM so we're running into all of these really good programs so uh, you know we prepared we got ourselves in a good situation first three games and um, then we had to reschedule with uh, Indian River uh, after you know James Old Witt we couldn't play. So we took that opportunity thinking, you know, this is a team that we might see in the playoffs. This is going to be a good opportunity for us. And bang, uh, this is not a, this is not a team. This is not an offense that you can replicate, uh, very well in, in practice. It's, it's very precise. It's very, you know, on point in terms of, of the pressure points and angles that they're using at the point of attack. And, uh, you know, it was, it was definitely an eye opener for us. And so that was the first loss. Then we played West Genesee, and they put a donut on the board against us. So that is as much as we were we were disappointed in the, in the loss to Indian River. Uh, we were in straight shock um, in terms of you know, that was the wake up call. You know, Coach Corley did a, Coach Corley did a great job, and his staff and the kids. And uh, we have so much respect for them, and they they really woke us up. And um, you know, you, we did lose to, to FM in that third game in, in that streak, uh, but we woke up. Uh, it was much tighter than than it looked, you know, five-point game, uh, but we were there. We were close. We just kind of ran out of time. We didn't play in the first half. The offense was was uh, very flat in the first half, uh, but we woke up in the second half, and that's really was the change. That was the, okay, we're going to be okay. You can see where there are some good things, and you know, we were real positive with the kids when we started showing them some things and they, they started to believe. And I said, this is where we need to be. And, um, you know, we, we knew you know, where we were going to be in the playoffs. And we talked about the second season and everybody's you now zero and zero. We did all that coach talk, but we meant it. This is the second season. And we knew that Whitesboro was going to be tough to play them the second time. Um, you know, the coach does a fantastic job getting them ready. And we were going to be at their place and on a grass field. So we, we knew what was stacked against us. Um, but again, the kids believed. Uh, the kids processed everything that we, we'd give them. And, uh, you know, then we went against FM for the second time. Again, on the road, underdog, just believe in the system, believe in each other. In each other. Um, you know, we have, a, we have a chant that we call Charlie Mike. You know, continue the mission. I, uh, I coached a... When I was uh, at CNS many, many years ago, uh, one of my linebackers, uh, 
now a retired Navy SEAL, told me that, you know, on their mission, not everything goes right every single time. And uh, on the mic, you'll, they'll click and go, Charlie Mike. And uh, they know something probably went really wrong, but they're going to continue the mission. So, you know, we, we have that, that mantra in terms of Charlie Mike. You know, things aren't going to go right all the time, but we have a mission. Let's get this thing focused up. You got one second to realize it, and let's get back on track right now. So once we finish the regular season on that three three games, you know, losing streak, it's okay. We still are on the mission. We're still in the playoffs. We still got a Charlie Mike this thing, and they're like, yes, coach. And, um, you know, now we're here. And, and you have Indian River again, and this game is going to be at the Dome. The last one uh, this season was on the road at Indian River. What did you learn from that game? Like you said, you couldn't play Jamesville DeWitt. You had to reschedule. When you did that reschedule and said, hey, we might see Indian River down the road, you know, kudos to you and to the staff for having the wherewithal to say, hey, we might see them, so let's get some film on them. You lose the game 51-30, to 30, but what did you take away and what did you learn knowing that now you've already had experience against them this season and could be a blessing in disguise that you had to reschedule, couldn't have JD, so you bring in, so you go up against Indian River because here they are again. So just what you can say about what that game did for you and kind of the irony of life that, <laughs> that having a little schedule change actually put a team on, on film for you that you can utilize when you're going into this game here for the Class A championship. I think even more than film is actually being there live. Yeah. Um, you know, we had, we hadn't seen them. You know, we, had, we, you know, being new to Class A, being our second season in Class A, we didn't have an opportunity over the years. I know some other Double A teams had played Indian River, and they, you know, were very competitive, if not straight out beat them. Um, so we knew they were a quality program, but until you actually get in the on the field and actually see what they're doing. Uh, you, you can't replicate it. You, you know, and you don't see their size. You don't see their speed unless you're right there on the field. You know, so what we saw in film did not match our expectations when we got there. So, um, you know, just actually having physical contact and actually being there um, was really, really good for us. And now that you have this opportunity to go in, I mean, I know that you've seen adversity over the years at CBA and you've navigated through that. Like you said, you want to win. You want, you know, to obviously play for a championship and whatnot. But more than anything else, you see the value in building young men. You see the value in helping them in society, helping them with faith, helping them with growth and with just learning how to, uh, you know, take knowledge and wisdom and do something with it. You and I have always spoken about what's beyond football, and as you've gone to teach that and focused on that, you're a head coach as well, and and you've looked to win, and, and you've had adversity. This game coming up here, does this say something to you? When you look in the mirror, and you know, I know you have a strong faith and you believe in God, when you look in the mirror today, do you feel like this moment has something you know that wasn't just you were working for in 2021, but that you've been working for for years to prove that if you trust the process and you put your you know knee down in the dirt and you get after it, that we can have moments like this even when you go through adversity? It's about having the positive connections. And you're asking, you're asking these kids to, to dedicate their time when they could, they could be working and they could take their time and they could be with their girlfriends or their friends or their families. And you're asking them to do this. They had a day off for school on, on Thursday and we had them in early for practice. Um, they could have slept in, 
you know, like some of their friends, but they didn't. You know, we 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 have meetings on Sundays, uh, whether it be live or on Zoom. Uh, and again, that's taking them away from potentially good times with their families and loved ones. Um, so it's the dedication and the time that they're having, not just in season, but off season. We're asking them to, you know, get in the weight room. Uh, we're asking them to be on the fields, you know, during the summer, maybe go to a seven on seven tournament at Cortland. Uh, you know, again, just it's the amount of time that these guys have and it's the commitment to the program, the amount of times that this, these coaches have. Uh, away from the families and are spending with somebody else's child. Um, it's the dedication to the program. It's, it's finding the right guys talking the right language and the right things. You know, it's not a, this is a silly little kids game that we're playing here, you know, and then and, and this is more about life and life lessons in the game of football. And uh, we just use the game of football as the vehicle for that. Um, we all love the game of football. There's no doubt about it. And this is, this is a huge opportunity for us. Um, but it's not bigger than life and, and lessons that you're going to learn uh, along the way. And, um, you know, you know, people talk about what the success looks like. Well, success looks like when, when I see a guy 5, 10, 15 years down the road and they come and see me and say, you know, coach, I've got a family now. And, then, and uh, I remember the times that we had and some of the talks that we've had, and I'm using some of those, those, those things that we talk about now with my kids or, or – you know, with my youth team that I'm coaching and, you know, that's success to me because that obviously meant an important part to their life. And it's something that stuck, that stuck with them for the rest of their life. That coming from Casey Brown, CBA brothers, head coach for their football team. That's getting set for the 2021 section three class, a championship tonight in the dome, 8 PM Eastern time here on Friday, November 12th against Indian river. Casey, as always, I appreciate you. I'm honored for the opportunity to speak with you as always. And uh, no matter what, you know, win, lose, or draw over the years, we've we've spoken. So I look forward to talking with you after the game. And I'm so thankful for the time that you gave me here this morning on the show. And, and I just want to say, you know, God bless with everything. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep believing in yourself and, and keep being the incredible person that you are, because I truly believe that the cream rises to the top for those that do things the right way and that truly uh, have love in their heart and, and have faith and God on their side. So just, you know, stay faithful, stay strong and stay true. And thank you for being way, way, way much more than uh, just a simple coach. And, and you know that I know that and I appreciate that very much. Thank you very much for having me on.